Welcome to Harvest Beyond Sunday, a podcast that seeks to inform and equip the members of Harvest Church, as well as celebrate what God is doing in and through our body. Welcome to the Harvest Beyond Sunday podcast. My name is Graham Spell. I serve as one of the pastors here at Harvest Church. And today I am joined by Julius James, our local missions director. Julius, welcome to the show. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for uh, having me. Julius, one of the things I like to do with this podcast is to celebrate what God is doing in and through our body. And one of those things is what he has done in our lives personally through our testimonies. So would you take two to three minutes and share with us your testimony, how you met the Lord and how you found yourself here at Harvest Church? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So... Grew up in Oklahoma. Both my parents um, would encourage uh, knowing who God is. They weren't discipled. wouldn't say they were necessarily committed to the Lord uh, at the time. And so uh, throughout my life, especially going into junior high and high school, the Lord just kept on placing people in my life uh, who were invested in the church, invested in the local church that they were at. and so I started going to church with my best friend in, in high school. His dad was a pastor, um, started to hear the gospel. I, I don't think I actually believed uh, Jesus' life, death, and resurrection, uh, what that meant for my sin, uh, what that meant for my relationship to God until I got to college and uh, started seeing those things play out in my life, the consequences of my actions, the, the sin in my own life, and um, through, I guess you could say I could, I sowed some wild oats during that time and, um, reaped death in my life. And, uh, I think the Lord used that to bring to life the gospel in my own heart. And, um, I I recognized my sin, my sophomore year of college, I surrendered to the Lord. I gave my life to Christ on the side of a highway driving home uh, after my second semester. Told my parents. It just revolutionized our entire family. And uh, I mean, my dad, months prior to that, uh, gave his life to Christ as well. And so just a lot of things were going on at that time that uh, I think the Lord was using to soften my heart and, and prepare me to surrender to him. Well, praise God. Thanks, Julius, for sharing all that. It's amazing how God has radically transformed your you and your family. That's awesome. Well, Julius, I know folks see you doing mission moments every now and then on stage on Sunday mornings, but I really wanted to bring you on so that people could get to know you a little better. Uh, I hope to have you on a few more times over the next year uh, with a few of our local missions partners. Uh, but I love that Harvest is so deeply invested in missions and not just internationally, but locally here as well. We uh, have our hands all over this city, investing in it physically, investing in it financially, uh, spiritually, through prayer. Tell us about our local missions partners and how many do we have? Yeah, so we've got about 22 local missions partners that we support and um, have volunteers going to and um, just posting up their information so that people can know what's going on around the city. And one of our core values is missions. And so one of the things that we look for in terms of determining a missions partner here locally is a ministry that's gospel-centered and disciple-making, but also uh, ministries that care for the poor, the widow, the orphan, the oppressed, the sojourner, and then as well as those that are in prison, not to neglect them as well. So one of the things that we look for in these partnerships is, is it gospel-centered? And is it disciple-making? 
we're very, um, we take a lot of time to uh, discern whether or not a, a ministry is doing that. We get to know them uh, and uh, just see what 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 ways they're doing those things. How are they investing in the gospel and the kingdom? And then how are they making disciples through their ministry? So we have 22 local missions partners right now. Uh, are, are any of our members serving any of those current local missions partners right now? Yeah. So, I mean... It spreads out from organizations like MAM, Memphis Athletic Ministries. We've got a lot of young adults, especially that those that have gone through the downline program that are serving with them or Rise to Read or uh, Kingdom Community Builders, whether that's local projects, uh, investing in like actual rebuild of the community or doing tutoring. Um, there's uh, one of our members just started a, a ministry, Mid-South Hope Garage, you know, and uh, so there's just a lot of ways that our members have been involved in the community and are finding new ways to be involved in the community and meet the needs of those that are uh, struggling um, or need to hear the gospel uh, or to be dis- discipled. Uh, Icon and Bingham, uh, being Hampton, we've got people that go out there and meet with the kids, meet with the families, the greatest way to meet uh, uh, some of these families is through their kids, through their children. And uh, so we've had people go out there and tutor their kids or just spend time or uh, get to know them one by one. Uh, is another ministry that cares for mothers that uh, just had or are going into having a kid or a child um, and discipling these mothers and walking with them and spending time with them, sharing the gospel, uh, meeting their needs where they are, and showing them how to mother or to be a mother or just being there just to be a friend. Um, so there's there's various uh, ministries, various uh, missions going on throughout the city in Memphis that uh, a lot of our, our members are a part of. I know our discipleship community leaders get an email from you about once or twice a month uh, on ways they can serve currently. What are what are some ways our members could serve right now in our city, outside of our walls? I think as a group, um, we have some great partners, and I've named a couple of them already. Uh, some great ways that even just the men and the women. Into, like as groups separately or as groups together can get involved. Um, and it just depends on the availability of the group as well. If it's like a once a month thing, that's totally fine. Uh, I think our, our organizations uh, that we support and that we've partnered with will receive such a blessing for people that are showing up because it, it kind of takes the heavy lifting off of their shoulders because they're constantly working and it's such an encouragement to have people come out. So some of those would be, like I said, Kingdom Community Builders with Don Gilbert. You know, we just recently went out and um, after the ice storm came through and helped out the neighborhood, uh, his street, his neighbors, and it helps him to develop relationships with those people because they see a bunch of strangers coming in to their neighborhood and caring for them in ways that they can't do for themselves. And he gets to come in behind them and share why, why are these people coming 
and helping us? Why, why do they even care? Um, we've got organizations like Agape, Child and Family Services, that can come in behind with families. You'll notice a lot of these th- organizations are family-oriented. Um, and so you can come in and meet a family, take care of them, provide meals, um, get to know who they are, what they do. Um, World Relief is another great one as well uh, to care for the sojourner. Those families that have been displaced and uh, Memphis is a refugee city. Uh, people will often come here and get placed in apartment complexes and need to find a job, need transportation to uh, to and from various locations like doctor's appointments, uh, taking their kids to school, or uh, even to their jobs just to find a, find a job or to take them to their job. So these are really great ways for not just an individual, but an entire group to can adopt a family, you know, and come around them, pray for them, meet them in different areas of their lives, uh, and really just kind of cover them in prayer and in the love of Christ. That's awesome. And if you're in a discipleship community or just a member of Harvest Church and want to get plugged in with a local ministry uh, through our church, you can contact Julius, Julius at harvestmemphis.org, and he would love to get you connected with one of our various local ministries. And I'd actually um, love for some of our local ministries to come out and speak with your home groups or your Sunday schools and just tell you what their mission and vision is, where the heart of the ministry is and the ways you guys can get involved. And so that's that's something that we're working on, uh, something that um, I think would be very beneficial to uh, not just the ministries themselves, but for the home groups, for uh, the Sunday schools as well. And they're hungry. Like they're, they're ready and willing to, to come out and speak with y'all as the drum beater for local missions at harvest. What are you most excited about right now? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I just see the Lord, uh, really moving in the city of Memphis. You know, when I first moved here, I could see that Memphians love Memphis and I've been bought into that. I love this city. I've grown to love it uh, over my time here and how the body of Christ is drawing together and how so many organizations and churches are joining hands and trying to partner together for the kingdom, genuinely, to see the kingdom come and God's will be done on earth and here, especially in the city. So I just get excited about the unity um, that we are getting to see uh, in the midst of so much strife and darkness in the world around us, um, the ways people are trying to come together to better the city um, and uh, have the, the gospel preached uh, to the unreached and to the least of these. And it's really cool just to be able to witness it myself. So. I'm learning a lot, growing a lot, and uh, uh, just just happy to be here and and to be a part of it. That's great. Hey, I do want to ask you a few questions here at the end, some rapid fire questions. <laughs> oh, gosh. 
I want people to get to know Julius James well. Um, all right, here they are. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. What's your favorite EPL team? English Premier League team, Manchester United, glory, glory, Man United. Let's go. That's soccer for those of you who don't know what the EPL is. All right. If you could only wear one clothing brand for the rest of your life, what would you what would you wear? I'm a simple man, simple taste. Um, most of my clothes have been hand-me-downs anyway. So Gildan, Gildan cotton t-shirts, some nice pair of shorts or pants. I, but I will say shoes are a big deal for me. I like to take care of my feet. I am a soccer player. So I, I would say with the shoes, probably like Nike or something. Nike shoes. Okay. All right. Hey, what's your favorite free time activity? I hate this question. <laughs> it mixes up from time to time. I like to go to the gym. Uh, Graham has definitely whooped my butt a couple times uh, when we've, well, one time specifically when we worked out. Um, but I like to just hang out with my friends, honestly, get to uh, spend time with them, whether that's playing some dominoes or uh, watching a movie or a show and just talking about it or some Catan, you know, there's only one that can come out on top and that's going to be me. So. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Sounds like a challenge. You might get invited to go play Catan somewhere with somebody oh. from our church. All right. I know you have a big heart for missions. Obviously, you're our local missions director, uh, but you also have a big heart for international missions. If you could move anywhere in the world right now to do international missions, where would you go and why? It's a really deep question. Um, I just really get excited. I, I'm I'm heading to Ethiopia at the end of this month, and I haven't gone on a whole lot of uh, mission trips. I'm, I'm hoping to, to grow in this area. But if you're listening to this, it might be after Julius's trip, or it might be before. But maybe if you want, you could pause the episode real quick and just pray for Julius and our team from Harvest Church that's going to Ethiopia and their work they're doing there. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, I think as I've, as I've uh, prayed through it, the last couple of years, you know, I definitely have a heart to go, to be sent. And um, I think Ethiopia, just that the prospect of that is exciting and spending time with the Winsteads, the Austells, the Bridges, and getting to to know the culture and uh, to share my faith with those that are there and my passion, you know, like there's there's – there's a lot there that that can happen, and um, Ethiopia has one of the highest, if not the highest, orphan percentage in the world. They also, a lot of these kids love to play soccer, and they, I, the last time I went, I uh, got to spend time with them, get to hang out with them, didn't even share a language with them or anything, and a great way of connecting with them before getting into a gospel presentation was you know, playing a little bit of football, you know, and um, also just loved, loved the culture there. It was, it was fun. It was sweet. Um, and in ways it broke my heart too. So yeah, uh, just praying through that. 
I think that would be number one so far. That's awesome. Julius, thanks for joining us today. I look forward to having you back on to the show in the future with our local ministry partners and discussing with them what they're actually doing on the ground around the city. So if you want to get connected with our local missions partners through Julius, you can email him, Julius at harvestmemphis.org, and he would love to connect you as soon as possible. Julius, thanks for joining us, and I look forward to having you back on here soon. Thanks for having me. 